Welcome back, people. I'm your host of the new reviews. Danny White, here we are. Yet again, we've got ten albums. We're on number six. We've done five. We've done The Chronic. We've done Straight Outta Compton. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, and The Low End Theory, my personal favorite of the bunch thus far. Uh, Tribe Called Quest, wonderful album. Uh, with the exception of The Chronic, and I'm, yep, I'm going to bash it right into the ground. Uh, all these albums, definitely good. Definitely very, very good. Low End Theory, of course, was my favorite. Just still the front runner to me. We're going to be shaking up the rankings this week, that's for sure. This week, we are visiting a 1994 release, and that is Nas's Illmatic, which went on and sold 2 million copies. 2 million copies of this album. Pretty much just him, which most of the other albums, there are multiple people within a group and, you know, kind of, you know, there's, there's guest people on there, things like that, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of, honestly, it's nice. I can remember when rappers just like did songs. Now it seems nowadays they all got to collaborate with 15 people and they're just, today's rap sucks, but it's just, it's, it's a refreshing thing. You know, you go back, you go back 20 something years and it's just like, nope, guy went into a studio and pretty much just did this all whole thing on his own. It's kind of cool. Shortest album. It's 10 tracks. It's not even 40 minutes long. It's a really quick album. It did have five singles released, which I mean, half the album was released for mass consumption on the radio and I think it was kind of slow in the album sales and then it sort of kind of picked up steam after a while, but immediately the critics were just praising this album from top to bottom and it's it's a damn fine album it is a uh, quick disclaimer about it we when, when i was doing the intro to the whole retro rap thing that we got going on here i mentioned knowing a track off of this song and i specifically said that it was if i ruled the world featuring lauren hill that is off his follow-up to this album um so sorry i completely misdid that and then last week at the end of the episode when i was introing this uh upcoming you know review of illmatic i had mentioned nope i still know one song on the album so it turns out that song was uh the world is yours which is like track four i think that was one of the singles that was released and i didn't remember a whole lot of it so the statement that i made about the lauren hill song totally false now i know all the songs on the album because i've listened to nas illmatic Let's get into it. Every rap album that we have reviewed, they all start out not with a great beat and, you know, a kick and verse, a sketch of some kind. This one, I I guess I didn't mind. I, it's just it's just weird. It's like I, I, I'm waiting for an album that just goes right on into it, you know, without any sort of like, you know, bullshit. But this this is called The Genesis. This track, it's it starts off with, you know, like sound, sounds of like the L, you know, the, the train. 
you know, in, in Queens. And then it's just kind of Nas and his crew just kind of talking over a beat. Talking shit about being in the studio, drinking this, smoking that, having a good time. You know, they're all there having fun. That's what it is. It's fun. And then he basically announces the beginning of the album at the end of this whole little sketch by saying, representing his Illmatic. And then the beat of track two kicks in. Track two is called New York State of Mind. This song immediately just gets right inside of your brain. It's a just a damn good song. It's got a killer beat. It's got this little low piano loop that keeps going on it. And it's just, man, it's just got a really just cool vibe to it, the whole thing. Uh, Nas describes his environment of dice and crackheads and guns and getting money in New York and all that. It's got two nice, lengthy and phenomenal verses. And the chorus is subtle. And that's pretty much like the best part of this song. The whole, you know, know, sleep is the cousin of death. New York State of Mind lines. I don't remember them verbatim. I only listened to it a handful of times. But it's it was it was just so cool just the way the way his voice goes he, he's got an effortlessness you know you think of like rock singers like people like Kurt Cobain like he was just like that that was just him singing you know stuff stuff like that like he just like the voice that comes out of him it's just so like just like psh, like what else would come out of him you know he just sound he just yeah, I, I don't know like just I, I just he, you know he, he does have that distinct voice that I've referenced you know you know throughout some of the other reviews it's just it's really man he just this this dude can fucking rap, man. He is really, really fucking good at rap. Like I get it. Like immediately hearing that song, I'm like, okay. Like if if he can do whole albums of shit like this, yeah, there's a reason everyone's like, yeah, don't sleep on Nas being like one of the best ever. You know, like they just there's always somebody's gonna throw his name into that conversation. And yeah, if he does sh- if he does a bunch of fucking songs like this, he absolutely deserves to be in that conversation. But um, yeah, New York State of Mind. Like, right off the bat, I'm like, wow, I love this song. How can it get better, you know? Track three, third of the five singles to be released following New York State of Mind is a song called Life's a Bitch. It's featuring a guy called AZ who opens this song out with the first verse, just nails his verse, and takes it right into the chorus, this repetitious sort of Life's a Bitch and Then You Die. Nas follows up with the second verse, delivers again, you know, and the whole concept of this song is just, you know, life is short, life's a bitch, then you die. You know, you got to make the best of it while you're here because before you know it, you won't be here, you know, and then you can't make the best of it, that sort of thing, you know? Obviously, life's a bitch. I'm sure you could imply the theme there. Track number four, after that, we have uh, that song I said I incidentally had heard before but barely remembered, the fourth single that was released off of this album. Fourth of five singles, uh, The World Is Yours. Like I said, this, this was the only song I had any sort of knowledge of prior to this venture. The chorus on this, as good as the verses were, because I don't think Nas has a bad verse anywhere on the album. Everything he contributes to this is pretty spot on. There's no moment where you're like, man, he could have done better there. Like he, he he left it all in the studio for this one. It's it's a you know, it's it's consistent and he's good. Just the weird ass chorus in this. It's just like I, I I don't know. I just I just I didn't dig that. It's literally the only issue I had with the whole album. I don't know why. It just it bugged the shit out of me. It was just really a weird, just yeah, just like it throws you off. You know, if you ever get the chance to listen to that song, um, just absolutely freaking bizarre. Not really much else to say about that, but 
The verses, again, solid, because that's what he does. The guy just writes and bangs out amazing verses. Next song, Halftime. This was the first single, which was apparently released before the album was out, like a year or two, possibly. The beginning of this starts out, it's just percussion. Love that. You know, as someone who grew up playing drums, it, it's always nice when you just hear drums in a rap song. I just, I like it. You know, instead of layering it with just nonsense and bullshit just because you have the ability to, is it always, you know, the right move to do that? Just because you can, does that mean you should? Who's it? Goldblum said that in Jurassic Park. So maybe he was talking about just using drums and rap songs. You know, it takes the intro into the verses. Uh, again, the effortlessness of his voice. It's just. Just sounds like dude's just talking, but it just like it just sounds awesome. His combination of his speed, his flow, his just his vocabulary, just every you know does it right. You know he just he really does. You know there's you know sometimes you can hear rappers where you're just like shit. Like it just works. Like it just works. Everything he does just works. All right. The whole spirit of this halftime show. It's just you know it's just, it's it's a nice reminder every song's unique and awesome both in the same time this one kind of makes his proclamation that he's arrived in the rap game and that he's going to last like this isn't not only is he, not only are you going to know who he is you're always going to know who he is and i don't think he was wrong man so you know spot on mr nas there after halftime you have a song called memory lane sitting in the park kind of had this like acid jazz uh, like organ going on i think uh, some jazz organist named i think reuben willis i think it usually i believe is sampled or played on this track um it's just a big old shout out to queensbridge where he's from you know there's usually a shout out to where you're from song involved with the earlier albums especially the first ones and this one's no different yeah memory lane sitting in the park yeah just nice nice little song little, little throwback to his days growing up things like that it was nice very very nice after memory lane you had the fifth single that was released called One Love. One Love, it's just got a, again, you know, each song being unique, this one's got a different beat than the rest of the songs on the album. And then, like, if you really listen to it, all of a sudden something really sounds familiar and then you hear the chorus. The, the reason it all sounds familiar to you is because it's produced by Q-Tip in Tribe Call Quest. All right, obviously, we've discussed them before. You know, he even, Q-Tip, that is, sings the One Love Chorus in the middle of the song, and it's just, it's just cool. You're just like, you're sitting there, you're like, fuck, it's fucking Nas with Tribe. Like, could just get a little bit cooler, you know? It's just, yeah, it kind of explains everything you need to know. It's like, it's like Nas, oh, oh, and oh Q-Tip came in just to give him a hand for a song? Like, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, you know, you know you're listening to something good here. They follow that song up with a song called One Time For Your Mind, it's a really nice groove. It's pretty much all about Nas's philosophy of having safe sex, smoking a bunch of weed, relaxing, and just being a really sick rapper. That kind of seems to be his whole M.O. It's all the dude wants to do. It's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, really, really nice. You know, just one of them kind of sit back and just nod your head grooves. You all know what I'm talking about. A song pops in your head, you know, and you, you just, just a nice, nice little head nod. Nothing hard, nothing crazy, nothing aggressive. Just a nice little groove, but that's what one time for your mind is. Track nine. We can go back to New York State of Mind, which was track two, the first like actual song on the album. Between that and this song, track nine, which is called Represent, I, I got my favorites. It's one of those two, you know. It could just be a every, you know, depending on which way the wind blows, I'll pick one over the other. But this song just, get he, he, just, he catches some lines in this song. It's like, come up for air, dude. But he doesn't need to. It's just it's 
just has this ability to just keep going, you know? It's just so cool. Like, it's just really good. Any one of these spots where you would think the line would end, no, he's just doubling down on it and just, he just keeps going. It's like, my God, he doesn't, he just never sounds phased. It's just amazing listening to somebody who can just rap well. It's just so, so cool, you know? It really, really is. Spitting about his lifestyle, again, you know, the whole, you know, represent what the hell else would the song be about, you know? But just one of the most impressive things that I had ever heard was in this song. And like I said, it's either that or New York State of Mind for my NY State of Mind, I guess is what, what I should be calling it. That's the way it's spelled out, N dot Y dot. They don't spell out New York, so NY State of Mind. Between that and represent, two best songs on the track. The final track is the second single that was released. It's called It Ain't Hard to Tell. Now, this song uses a sample of one of my low-key favorite songs of all time, and it's Human Nature by Michael Jackson. It uses the sample from that. It's the same sample that SWV used on um, I Will Be Right Here back in the 90s as well. So as soon as I heard Human Nature, I was like, ooh, I love it. You know, gave myself a little chill. I just love that song, that little, that, like, whimsical synth sound that kind of you know that just goes in the back there everybody knows what it is and if you don't go get re-familiar with it but nonetheless they put that in there and you know while i love that sample if i was looking for this album to have like i I, what i say earlier the, the the world is yours that one the chorus of the world is yours bugged me out and i swore that was the only thing that i could dislike about this album well it's not even that I dislike this next thing I'm about to say. I just would have done it differently. I would have swapped out Represent with it. It ain't hard to tell. Because I think Represent just would have, boom, you know, just end on such a bam. Would have been fucking amazing. But they went with it. It ain't hard to tell. Still an excellent song. But I do think Represent was just a bit better. That's our ten songs there. Nas Illmatic. Ten tracks. Not really a bad song on there, you know. I dislike the chorus of one song, and one of them switch out the last two, as I just mentioned. But still, this album, 10 tracks, yeah, I would hand somebody these 10 tracks and say, listen to this, and you're going to like rap music, because this album's fucking good, okay? Is it low-end theory good? Uh, I can't go there. No, I can't. Is it better than the Wu-Tang Clan? I want to say it's close, but I think I got to drop Illmatic into the old number three spot. I got to give Wu-Tang the edge, just a bit of the edge. But I think it just beats out Public Enemy. Nas, is he's a special dude. Not that Chuck D's not a special dude, but Nas, is he's just a special guy. And even though this album's only ten tracks, it moves it's quick. I mean, it's over, and you're like, what the fuck? It's over. It was just a really, really, really amazing album. It, it really was. It was really amazing. You know, Not to take anything away from Public Enemy, but I got to put Public Enemy at number four. I got to put Nas at number three. So the official order so far, coming in at number six, The Chronic. That's, it's got to finish at ten. I'm fucking shocked if that album does not finish dead last in this top ten, and I will happily defend that forever if I have to. But we still got some albums left. But so we got Chronic at six. We're gonna go NWA at five. It takes a nation for Public Enemy at number four. Nazilmatic tonight's episode coming in at number three. Enter the Wu Tang number two. And of course the low end theory. 
my favorite of the six albums that I've gotten into here and we've gone over here on the new reviews. We are going to be jumping into an album that I have probably caught out of all the albums here. Actually, nah, nah, probably maybe second only to the Wu-Tang Clan album. Because people are like, how the fuck do you not know that whole album? You know, you grew up in the 90s. Regardless of anything, you just grew up in the 90s. You should know that whole album. I want to say a lot of people are shocked to find out because I'm aware of his singles. Everybody's aware of the guy's singles, but he had a very short career. We actually have two guys coming up that are going to have a short career. Well, I'll just not keep you in suspense. The next album we're going to do is Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. That's going to be the next album. Like I said, short career. We know he was killed very, very young in his like mid-20s. That's going to be the next album that we do. I've caught a lot of hell over the years. Like people are just like, what, you, like, you have no idea who that is. I can remember going to see a band, a jam band, when I used to play drums. And they did a cover of one of the songs on this album called Give Me the Loot. And I was like, I, and everybody was like jumping and going crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? I never heard it before. Like, it's fucking Biggie Smalls, man. Like, I, I, I didn't know it. They're like, you fucking square. Like, I caught so much shit for years for not knowing what Give Me the Fucking Loot was and all this other shit. So. That's the album we're going to do. It's going to be Ready to Die, Notorious B.I.G. Hope you liked it. Subscribe. Uh, follow. Share it with a person. If you know somebody who likes rap music, hell, if even if they're like super serious and like would totally think I'm just a jackass, yeah, they're the people that I definitely want to listen to this because... I don't know. Maybe I'd like to open up a dialogue. I don't know. Does anybody talk about this shit anymore? I know all my friends, we all sit around talking about good rock bands and shit. I can't talk rap music with them, you know? Shit, give me some feedback if you are if you know your, know your stuff. If I sound like a jackass, let me know. If I'm totally off base, let me know. I would love for somebody savvy in the rap game to agree with me on the whole chronic thing. That would be nice. I've had one person approach me and say, yep, I nailed my chronic uh, verdict of two good songs and the rest garbage. But I'm sorry. Listen to me. I'm babbling. It's because I haven't been on in a while. We're going to send us off again next episode. Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. This episode was Nas Illmatic. Thank you very, very much for listening to the new reviews, guys. Any day could be your last in the jungle Get murdered on the humble guns of blast niggas tumble The corners is the hot spot full of mad criminals Who don't care, nuzzling bears We all stare at the out-of-towners hey, They better break north before we get the four-pounders And take their face off the streets is filled with undercovers Homicide chasing brothers The D's on the roof trying to watch us and knock us And kill a copper Even come through in helicopters I drink a little vodka Spark a L and hold a block for the fronters Wanna be ill niggas and spot runners Thinking it can't happen till I travel I'm clap them and leave them done Won't even run about guards I don't believe in none of that shit Your facts are backwards Nas is a rebel of the street corner Pulling a check out the dresser Police got me under pressure, pressure. 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 pressure.